Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Buzzer. And I'm your host, Bear Henson, and guess what? Today, we're actually going to have multiple segments. Who would have ever thought I would do multiple segments? This might actually be a somewhat longer one, which is okay, because I've been willing to do that. I know I already did my predictions for these games, but I have seen some changes and shifts in how teams are playing, so I do want to change that up a little bit. So I'm going to be going over tomorrow's games in college basketball for the beginning of this podcast. Stick around, we're going to be talking NFL prospect news and just my, actually that's not going to be news, it's going to be my rankings of them. Just because the combine is I think in three days now and I feel like why not do pre-combine, now after the combine's over, do my post-combine, then right before, like a week or two before the draft, do my mock drafts. So if I do like three of those, just you might change up. Might do a podcast tomorrow, doing my first mock draft pre-combine, just because those do take a little bit. You'd be surprised. So let's hop right into this college basketball games tomorrow. First up is Purdue versus Michigan State. I see Purdue winning this. It will be at Michigan State, but I don't really think Purdue's going to struggle playing Michigan State. Michigan State, if I if I think correctly, did put up a fight last game. But I just don't really see that happening this game, and I see Purdue pretty easily winning. Um, final score prediction, 72-58. Texas versus West Virginia. I think Texas will win this. It is at West Virginia. West Virginia does better at home, like, playing-wise. I, mean, I don't really know the record at home, but they do better playing-wise, in my opinion. And Texas is ranked. West Virginia is not ranked. West Virginia is not good. Texas is somewhat good. And I think Texas wins. Final score, 68-62. to Kentucky versus Arkansas. Tomorrow, Kentucky can still be without Xavier Willer and Ty Ty Washington with, in my opinion, a struggling Kellen Grady. Because he's not shooting, like, Last game, he was like, what, 0 for 5 from 3? They can't be doing that at home, especially versus LSU. Kentucky needs them back to be able to win games. Do I think they'll win tomorrow? Yes, yes, I do. Against Arkansas, at Arkansas, it's always going to be a tough game for them. But Kentucky versus Arkansas, I have Kentucky winning. I just think they're too good for Arkansas to beat them. Final score prediction, this is probably going to be around a close one. I'm going to go 78-74, Kentucky pulling out. Auburn versus Tennessee. Honestly, this prediction was way different last time when Auburn didn't lose to Florida. But this time, I, I still see them winning, obviously. I don't see them losing to Tennessee. But I think Auburn is a little bit closer of a game. I'm going to say 72 to 67. That seems like a pretty good score, in my opinion. Then the next up, you got UCLA versus Oregon State. I see UCLA winning pretty dominantly. I think 80 to, like... 60-something. Um, I don't really see a fight in this game. Murray State versus what I'm guessing is Southeast Missouri. It's S-E-M-O. Um, Murray State should win this. They shouldn't really have a problem winning this. I'm just going to move on. Actually, we're going to score prediction first. Um, 68-50. Oh, my God. Next up is Wisconsin versus Rutgers. And you guys know I'm a Wisconsin fan. I don't want them to lose. Do I think they could lose? Yes. Yes, I do. 
do I think they might lose? Yes, yes, I do. But I'm going to go Wisconsin in a very close game, pretty back and forth. 58-54. South Carolina versus Alabama. Alabama, streaky, streaky right now. They've always been streaky this year. I do see them winning. They're at home versus South Carolina. South Carolina's not good. Bama, probably around 78-69. to 69. Duke versus Syracuse at Syracuse. I said this last time. I'm sticking with it. Syracuse will win at the Carrier Dome. Pretty sure that's the name. me if don't get mad at me if I'm wrong. But it's Syracuse and Duke. Syracuse always puts up a fight. Or they're not the team that always puts up a fight, but they're rival. And, you know, it's just kind of how it is. I see Syracuse winning by a pull away at the end of 73-70. to 70. Next up is Texas Tech versus TCU. I'm going to pick Texas Tech for this team. Probably around 10 versus TCU. I've been picking every team over TCU. I don't think I've picked TCU, TCU winning yet. I'm going to say TCU 58 and Texas Tech 65. Next up was Kansas versus Baylor at Baylor. I don't remember what I put my last prediction as. But I do have Kansas winning this one. Probably around 5-ish points. Probably a couple fouls at the end. Makes them pull away a little bit. I'm going to say Kansas, 75-70. Next up is Arizona versus Colorado, and I say this every time. Arizona struggles versus mediocre teams. I have Arizona not playing well. I have Colorado winning by two points on a game winner. I have them winning 68-66. to Next up is Creighton versus Providence. I have Providence winning pretty dominantly. I'm going to say 80-52. to <laughs> I'm telling you, I like Providence. They're a good team. UC, USC versus Oregon. I'm going to say USC 65 to Oregon 60. Eh, Oregon's put it up fight. They put up a fight versus Arizona. I see them putting up a fight here. I don't see them winning, though. Gonzaga versus St. Mary's. Gonzaga should pretty dominantly win this one. Chet Holmgren, too good. What's his name? Drew Timmy's too good. Gonzaga... 82, St. Mary's, 72. I feel it's a pretty fair score. Oh my gosh, you guys are going to be so surprised by this. But we're going to talk about the NBA. I'm I'm saving the NFL for last. There are some games going on as I am recording this. I'm just going to go ahead and go over them. Pacers versus Thunder. Pacers 34, Thunder 28. Rockets versus Magic. Rockets 33, Magic 27. Raptors versus Hornets. Hornets 28, Raptors 19. And Wizards versus Spurs. Wizards 33 and Spurs 29 right now. But I'm not going to focus on those games. I'm going to focus on the games after this. But later today, I'm actually going to do today's and tomorrow's game. Heat versus Knicks. I'm not going to do final scores. They're just too unpredictable. Heat versus Knicks. I have hit Heat. 76ers versus Timberwolves. I have Timberwolves. Pelicans versus Suns. I have Suns easily. Jazz versus Mavericks. I have Jazz. Clippers versus Lakers. I have Lakers. Uh, yeah, it's a shocker, but yes, I do have Lakers. Celtics versus Pistons. Celtics. Ha- Raptors versus Hawks. Raptors. Grizzlies versus Bulls. Bulls. Spurs versus Heat. I'm going to have Heat winning that one. Wizards versus Cavaliers. I have Cavaliers. Nets versus Bucks. Bucks. Kings versus Nuggets. And I have Nuggets. Just a quick little thing there. I don't want to spend too much time on it. But guess what? We're going to do. My power rankings that do not include quarterbacks. 
because this will be my top 20. There is, in my opinion, a quarterback or two that deserves to be in top 20, power ranking-wise. But they won't be featured in this video. So, my number one is, Jermo, please, Evan Neal out of Alabama. I believe he's the best player in this draft. I know offense lineman might not be the most fun pick to be at number one, but it's the right pick, and I believe he's the number one player in the draft. My number two is Kayvon Thibodeau. I know he's been dropping in some people's mocks here recently because he didn't give you that spark. I don't understand what that means. He's incredible. Kayvon Thibodeau, Edge from Oregon. I have him going number two in my power rankings. This is not my draft order, but it is my power rankings. Next up, at number three, I had Kyle Hamilton. I believe he's just good player. Maybe not like a in a draft you would want to pick him that high, but in a power rankings, it's fair game. Next up, I have Ikem Awanu. I don't know if I said that right. I probably butchered it. But another offensive lineman. Another very solid offensive lineman. I believe he does deserve to go pretty high. Next up, I think we're at number five now. I have Andrew Booth. He's a quarterback from Clemson. A lot of people have him as like a third best in this. I don't believe that. I think he's the best in this over Derek Singley and what's the name? Sauce Gardner. Number six, I'm going to go with George Carl Loftus, Edge from Purdue. He's incredible. I'm a Big Ten fan, obviously. And I've seen him play a lot, and I think he's one of the best in this draft. Number seven, eight, I'm, I think it's eight, is I'm going to go with Devin Lloyd. Honestly, probably most of you guys don't even know who Devin Lloyd is. But to me, Devin Lloyd's incredible. He played amazing in that Ohio State game. At number nine... I'm going Derek Stingley. He's going to be in there. I don't even know if I've said Aiden Hutchinson yet. I don't think I have, but I don't think he deserves it. So, at number 10, oh, well, here he is. Aiden Hutchinson is who I believe is at number 10. I don't like him. Don't know why. I just don't. At, nine, at my number 11 is Tyron Linderbaum. I just believe he's another great offense lineman. Some people probably choose Charles Cross over him, but I just like Tyron Linderbaum a Teensy bit better. He does come from Big Ten school. It's running school. I think he's a little bit better prepared. At my number 12 is Jamison Williams. He probably he might miss a couple weeks at the beginning of the season, but I do believe he is stellar. He's incredible. So, at my number 12, I have Chris Olave. A lot of people probably don't agree with this. Probably don't think he should be that high, but I do. So, correct. At number 13, I'm going Armand Gardner. You probably have been waiting for him, but that's where I believe he drops to. I, okay, I know everybody's like, he didn't allow a touchdown in his career. He didn't do this and this and this, but it's the NFL. He's going to get scored on in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says, but I just don't know if Cincinnati has, has enough competition to really even say it's fair at this point, so I don't like it. Next up, I have N'Kobe Dean at the number 14 spot. I believe N'Kobe Dean's a monster. I hope my favorite team, the Eagles, draft him. But I think he's incredible. Georgia has bred him to be in the NFL, so I think he should go pretty high. At my 15, the last one in this... No, we're just going to go 20 now. I want to go to 20. So number 15 is, in my opinion, Drake London. Great route runner. He has 
he's pretty physical. I'd say he has some good, good-ish size. But I believe he's my number fifth. He's my number fifteen in this. Next up, I have Jaquan Brisker. He um, made me very sad when he played Wisconsin because he was too good. And so he's at my number. What was it? Sixteen. Yeah. Next up, I have Garrett Wilson at number seventeen. He's an elite route runner. He deserves to be up here, number seventeen. Next up, my eighteen, I have Trent McDuffie. McDuffie's incredible. He should, in my opinion, at out of college, I don't think he's the highest power rankings. That's why I don't have him as the highest power rankings in this. But in the person I think will be the best in the NFL is Trent McDuffie. Said it here first, just for everybody that knows. I I said it first. Next up at my 18, I have DeMarvin Leal. I don't really know much about this guy. I just know a lot of people are high on him, so I'm going to have him here. And honestly, looking at this list of people I have right here, I didn't even know Jordan Davis was, like, going to the draft. But if he isn't, this could be all wrong. But this says he is. So at my number 18, I believe it is, or 19, 18 or 19. I'm just going to go two more after this just in case. At my number 18, I have Jordan Davis, if you didn't guess already, for me talking right there. And... There we go. My number 19, I have David Ajabo. Incredible edge rusher. He played magnificent versus Ohio State. Big part of that win. I believe he should be there. And then at my number 20, to cap it off, I have Jahan Dotson, a big play electric wide receiver from Penn State. That's a lot of talking. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And then, guess what? Now we're going to go with quarterbacks. Only quarterbacks. So... We're actually going to talk a little bit. I know a lot of people are probably don't agree with those, but I just that's just how I think of it. Don't get mad at me because I'm going to post the video on TikTok of promoting this. So if you see this from TikTok, do not get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. I don't care about your opinion. <laughs> I do care about your opinion, but just don't get mad at me. It's just an opinion. It's not like the solidified. If you if you, if I said someone from your favorite college that you believe is supposed to be in the top twenty and I didn't say it, don't be mad at me. It's just my opinion. Okay, we're going to move on. Now, my number one quarterback in the entire draft, I have Malik Willis out of Liberty. Incredible arm. A little bit shaky on the accuracy. It's good enough, though. Pretty solid. Has good speed, good build for a quarterback, good size. He's very Cam Newton size-wise. And he had a ton of touchdowns in 2021 for Liberty, so I know he does not have the same... People he's going against at Liberty, the same level of players, but I think it's it's good enough in my opinion. And also, he played in the Senior Bowl, cut it up in the Senior Bowl, so he's played against good competition in the Senior Bowl. So, get over it if you think he's not. My number two, I have Desmond Ritter. People probably think it's supposed to be like Candy Pickett or something. I just like Desmond Ritter. He has good vision, good completion, a lot of passing yards. Mediocre runner, doesn't turn it over a lot, doesn't take a ton of risky throws. Pretty safe thrower, in my opinion. He can make some bad decisions about, like, who the person to throw it to. Not exactly, like, if they're not open, throw it to him, but it's, like, the person he does throw to at the end. So, there you go. At my number yeah, three, I have Matt Cor- Corral. He is, he did get hurt final season game of the season. I don't really think it's going to affect them going into the draft. So, I think he deserves to be at number three. And my number four, I have Kenny Pickett. Strong arm. He's like kind of a kind of weird comparison. But he kind of has like that Sam Darnold 
like, he didn't know you could run type of thing. But Sam Darnold, remember that one time he hit that one nasty, like, juke move and, like, a spin move or something. I don't remember who it was against, but it was nasty. He just, his runs kind of just remind me of him. My number five, yeah, five. I have Carson Strong. I believe Carson Strong, well, he has a strong arm, so... That's my, that's my, uh, crap. That is my, <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even think of words. That's my analysis of them. <laughs> Just the most perfect analysis ever. The most, the best one you ever needed to hear. The most highly detailed opinion that you'll ever see out there. And so then, now we're at my number six. <laughs> and my number six, I have Sam Howell. He had a shaky year for North Carolina this year. Had a good year before that. It's a risky pick, but I think he's he's up there. Um, in my opinion, he's not like the best pick in the world, but like, why not take him? Just try it out. And I don't really go and go into like the quarterbacks no one really cares about. And I don't remember this guy's first name. You guys can probably get mad at me for this, but for my Number seven, yeah, seven. I have, what is it, like, Brian, Bailey, I don't, I don't remember. But it's something Zappy. I'm sorry, Zappy. Or Zappé, however you say it. Well, I have him. He obviously doesn't have the greatest competition saying he plays for Western Kentucky, but, I mean, he set records for NCAA, so why not have him up here, you know? Yeah, it is Bailey. I got it right. Let's go. I, had time. I definitely didn't search it up as I was sitting here. Okay, well, you know what, we're going to go back to college basketball, and we are going to do Sunday's games, that way I don't have to do those predictions tomorrow if I make one tomorrow, because there's only four games. Okay, so we have Connecticut versus Georgetown, it's against Georgetown, Georgetown sucks this year, I'll have Connecticut winning by 10. SMU versus Houston, I have Houston winning by 7. Illinois versus Michigan, I think my mic just dropped. Illinois versus Michigan. I have Illinois winning. They don't. Michigan. Mr. Punch the coach and get suspended five games. I have Illinois winning pretty dominantly. Probably like 15 points. And then Ohio State versus Maryland. Ohio State by eight. And yeah. So I think that, yeah, that's a good place to stop. I'm going to wrap up today's episode of Beyond the Buzzer with your host, Bear Hinton. And I hope everybody has a good day. Prayers up for people in Ukraine. Hope that everybody's staying safe and don't get drafted to the war. Peace. Out. See ya.